You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. Hey, everybody, as you're joining, please say hello in the chat. Let us know where you're joining us from. Tim, welcome to the Warrior Conversation. You made it. Yes. Hallelujah. This thing situated. It is going to be such a fun conversation. You guys, I had the privilege of meeting Tim and filming his Becoming Story like a week or two ago, maybe now which will air later at becomingme.tv. But I literally cannot wait for y'all to meet Tim um, and for the topic that we're gonna dive into today. It's gonna be fun. Heck yeah, super pumped. Yes. It was, uh, it was a blast last, last, what was it, two Fridays ago? I think Come so, on. time has flown, <laughs> like it's wild. So again, those of you who are joining this Warrior Conversation live, thank you for joining us. We would love to see you say hello in the chat and even let us know where in the world you are. I'm in the state of Florida. Tim, where are you today? Uh, I am currently in McKinney, Texas right now. Nice. So you got a couple different time zones already. Um, And you know, obviously I've been hyping up our conversation from a couple weeks ago and I'm sure there are people watching or listening later who are like, um, Emily, I haven't met Tim yet. Who's this Tim guy? So take a minute and introduce yourself. Yeah. So I am born and raised in Dallas, Texas and, uh, just grew up with an amazing, amazing family. So blessed. Um, sports was a huge part of my life and that's i set out to want to do that professionally play football professionally and you know my, my dad's side of the family uh all football baseball my, my mom's side of the family basketball um my grandpa he played in the nba for a year or two and then traveled on the opposing team with the harlem globetrotters he's actually god rest his soul he's no longer with us but he was in the um the hall of fame at toledo university for basketball and so just all that to say so much sports uh and all glory to god but so much sports upbringing and uh really shaped and influenced my life you know as a whole 
and I ended up playing um, at Henderson State University in Arkadelphia, Arkansas from 2011 to 2015. And uh, long story short, um, had all the accolades, had it all, lost it all, had a back injury. I uh, got addicted to a lot of things, fell off the deep end because uh, my life was completely wrapped in that lifestyle. And uh, with drugs, sex, alcohol, pornography, Jesus radically saved my life. One day, one of my best friends said, bro, you got to bury your face in the word of God. I didn't immediately start diving in, but once I did, everything changed. Um, started seeking the Lord, reading his word, everything transformed. He transformed my life, uh, was led into acting even before that. Now I do acting and filmmaking, and it's a mission now to, um, you know, expose the darkness with his light and his love and to tell stories hopefully that are real and authentic and gritty and the pack a punch for the glory of God in Jesus' name. So helping others to uh, tell their stories because, you know, when I started to do that, everything, you know, confessing, opening up, a lot of things changed in my life. Yeah. All glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So. Oh, that's amazing. Like, thank you for sharing that. And y'all, I have to say, when Tim and I were filming his story and I was hearing just so much of what God has done and continues to do in your life, I kept hearing this theme of how God's word is transforming you, who you are and who you're becoming. And so we immediately were like, I feel like this needs to be the warrior conversation. And so I would love for you to just first, like, if somebody's watching or listening and they're like, really, Tim, how can God's word transform my life? Like this book that just seems so big, it's written a long time ago. How does this transform my life? What would you say? Yeah. Come on. Um, I would have to say, give it a try, because I made a lot of excuses when I, before I tried. I made a lot of things um, so much that tried to say why not to do it. And I waited ultimately until I was at the rock bottom pit of hell moment in my life to give it a try wholeheartedly. And it, I was like, what have I been missing out on? This is the most beautiful, amazing thing ever. And it's so wild. Today in my, you know, daily encounter time with the Lord, I just so happened to be on Romans 12 today. Like not, not playing, it just, this is what it is. And it says in verse two, it says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable, acceptable and perfect will of God. And just going back to my journey, when I first started reading the word, I was addicted to all the things I just mentioned and I start, I just, I didn't know what was going to be on the other side of that until I just gave it a shot. I started in the gospel according to Matthew chapter one, because uh, I had heard before, you know, that's, that's where Jesus is, right? In the New Testament. Uh, he's in it all, but, but we'll get to that. But ultimately, I literally, I just devoted to reading a chapter a day and I felt the presence of God enter my car when I would read and just fill my heart with his love and his goodness. I would be weeping. I'd be laughing. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I relate to that. And it pierced my heart. And I actually genuinely desired to start living life again, where I was once a walking zombie addicted to drugs, sex, and alcohol. And he started bringing life to my soul and the depths of my, co my core. And I was literally once putting a Band-Aid on what needs heart surgery. Well, mm. Jesus is the heart surgeon. Come on. Thank Good. you, Jesus for your goodness and when you read his word you're you're encountering jesus because he is the word of god like i said i was green as grass had no idea where to start i took this leap of faith you can't see it you don't know what's on the other side of it but when you do it get ready because it's life he is life and life more abundantly 
And in this world filled with lies and deception and death, hell, and destruction, when we read and incorporate life, Jesus, into our life, <clears throat> it transforms everything from the inside out in the most healthy, beautiful, life-giving way. Mm -hmm. So That is so true. Going, true. Yeah. I, and I love how you even brought in um, Romans 12, 1 and 2 from your time this morning, because really like when we're looking at the core of how God's word transforms our life right now today, it is in the renewing of our mind because when our thoughts and how we think and view things changes, everything else does as well. And I think if somebody was listening or watching and they continue to hear this thread of your story and your passion, and they're like, okay, I believe this guy, Tim, believes this about the Bible. I believe that this has transformed his life. But I feel a little stuck here where I am, and I don't know where to start. Like, how would you encourage someone with a step, something tangible, with where to start in the Bible? Yeah. Wow, that's good. <laughs> you know, I'm just reminded of times where, you know, the Lord has led me to have conversations with folks, strangers, and uh, they throw out like super hard questions to answer. Like, I have no idea how to answer certain things. Like, why did this get allowed to happen in life? Why did, you know, whatever it may be. And for that type of, those answers, I just have to be real. Like, I, I can't, uh, what's up, Travi Key, my dude, Timmy, let's go. I love you, Trav, come on. Um, but, but I have to just be real and honest and say, you know what? I can only share my experience and my testimony. And so with that, to answer specifically to that question, I have to just, like I, going back to what I, I earlier said was, um, I didn't know where to start. And it was so intimidating. You know, one of the lies I believe that, that kept me from, from starting to read the word was, um, you know, I don't have time for it. It's too, it's too much to understand. I don't understand uh, what, what it says. And so I just put it off and I didn't want to, I just like said, I, I went ahead and went along with that excuse and just put it off. But again, it took me to hitting rock bottom in my life to just give it a try. And I said, you know what, let's just go ahead and start in the New Testament. I heard that that's where Jesus is. And I'm just going to read it. You know, I've heard people say, you got to start in John, you got to start wherever, you know, flip a page open, just start there. Well, <clears throat> you know what, I'm just going to start in the God, the very chapter one New Testament, I'm going to read a ch one chapter every day. I'm going to devote to doing that. I've given sports my whole heart before. I've given chasing women my whole heart before. I've given all these other things my wholehearted devotion and diligence and passion to. When have I ever given Jesus a shot and actually tried to seek him in my life? And honestly, I couldn't say that I had ever done that before, ever. And the things that I was doing wasn't working. Clearly, the fruit of the results that I was getting in my life was not working. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, man, I'm just going to I'm going to give this my wholehearted shot and literally started in gospel, gospel according to Matthew chapter one. And I said, I'm going to read it chronologically from start to finish at least one chapter a day. And some days were more. Mm -hmm. um, and literally, I just experienced everything start to transform and change. What does that mean, transform and change? Because that's like a general term, <clears throat> kind of. It transformed in such a way. How can I, the Holy Spirit, ask for your help? How do I articulate that? I'm just like, like 
imagine imagine going through life sleepwalking imagine going through life and you're on a you're on a treadmill and it's just going at this like very slow pace but you know you can go up to a higher pace you know that you there's something greater out there and but i was just settling with this treadmill of mediocrity in my life i I knew what i was doing was not what i was supposed to be doing in my life and i was settling with going through the motions and it just hit me like 10 20 30 years down the road i'm gonna look back and say i wish i I could have done this or that xyz well, what if I just devoted right now to decide, make the decision today that I'm going to do something different and I'm not going to settle with going through the motions in my life anymore. I'm actually going to cut certain things out and it's, you know, only by the grace of God is that even possible because I was so deeply rooted in sexual sin and perversion and just all kinds of addictions that it's it's a miracle to be alive today that God is cleansed me and healed me and delivered me from and saved me from that but all that to say i just encourage everyone to 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 give it a shot there's a reason why people are so passionate about it. there's a reason why um he says he is the way the truth and the life and no one comes to the father except through him and <clears throat> it takes a leap of faith we think you know um we're gonna fall off this cliff when we take this leap we know we got to get to the other side of this this uh cliff there's no bridge but we have to get to the other side when we take that leap we think we're about to fall 500 foot to our death but we we take that leap and god's hand was there to catch us the whole time and all i can share is my testimony that he has blown me away with his goodness i I, there was just this pep to my step i started desiring to um have healthy relationships in in my life and started cutting things out that I knew were producing harm to my life, like going out getting drunk all the time, chasing women at the bars, doing these things and no judgment. But for me, that was just, that's not a healthy thing. It's going to kind of tie into what we're about to talk, talk about. But, but like he, another thing I was tormented, this, this comes to mind. I was tormented with night terrors and, really just dark things um to the point i was crippled with fears and anxieties well when i started incorporating the word of god it's the truth mm-hmm. the truth it doesn't waver it's the truth think about what it, the truth is steadfast it doesn't move it's unwavering it's unmovable and when you start including the truth jesus in your life all that other all the lies that cause confusion and chaos and torment which i was believing in when the truth comes in it exposes the lies and all that it gets cut off the lies have to go they have to flee and the light of christ exposes the darkness that i was once dwelling in i was once living in darkness and when you include willingly with an open heart the light of christ the love of jesus and his word all that other stuff gets exposed and i was doing like i said i was put a, a band-aid when needed heart surgery i was doing things in my own strength to, to try to get healing none of it was sustainable none of it carried the the spiritual power the 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 power of god none of it could ever come close to what only jesus can do 
in bringing true restoration, healing to past wounds from heartbreaks, rejection, uh, torment, and pain of all sorts. <clears throat> and when we get healed and transformed, we then operate in life at a whole different place because now we're able to enter into relationships and now we're able to enter into who jesus holy spirit just reminded me jesus says first cleanse the inside of the dish that the outside may follow and i was constantly focusing on the outward appearance while always neglecting the inside and when you read the word it's an inside job and the outside follows because our heart is our core is the soil what seeds are we planting in that soil and what kind of soil are we operating with is it the good soil is it the hard ground soil is it the thorny soil and all this is in the word of god that that lets us know that jesus speaks in these parables that helps us to understand that we desire the good soil in our hearts so that his seed of his righteousness is able to take forth and from there we just praise and worship him we read his word we spend time in beautiful community with one another and then produces doesn't mean that we're perfect doesn't mean that we have it all figured out however it does mean that his good fruit starts to be produced and it's time will tell it could happen immediately it could happen uh, 10 years from now it could happen 10 days from now mm -hmm. God's timing is perfect but he will show himself to be the most faithful mm -hmm. if you genuinely open your heart and say Lord I've tried all these other things but I've never tried you and I'm desperate right now watch what he does you come with a humble genuine sincere heart inviting Jesus in your life reading his word and, 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 and pushing through those thoughts of, man, I don't understand this right now. This is just, these words are so big, I don't understand it. But when we take that leap of faith, we keep pressing on, he will pierce your heart and, and something will connect with your heart in such a deep way that you're like, oh my gosh, I've been waiting to hear that my whole life. I was rejected as a kid, bullied my whole life, no one wanted me. But it says that, the one who left the 99 to go save the one stranded in the wilderness wants you and desires you even when you turn your back. He's like this, arms wide open, baby. Come on. I just want to hug with brotherly love. That's our Heavenly Father coming in and saying, you're mine and I got a plan and purpose for your life. And he's going to help us. He's going to help us through the journey. Like I said, I was tormented with, with night terrors and I've never felt the most comforting presence knowing and when we read the word that the that the one who who died for us the one who who paid the highest price who who fights our battles is defending us every day in every way that we can trust him that he's going to lead us to the right doors that need to be open he's going to correct us he's going to bring conviction to our hearts to say you know what maybe that relationship isn't meant to be maybe there's something else that i have even greater for you if you just trust me that's what Jesus says. So good. So powerful. And, you know, you've even alluded a couple of times to the next question. <laughs> that, so thanks for setting that up there so well. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So one of the things that has been radically transformed in your journey is in relationships. And so you're navigating singleness, dating, 
relationships, friendships. And I'm curious, just from the vantage point of a single dude, like how is God's word transforming your life in this area in particular? <clears throat> so I love this conversation so much because I was, like I, I've alluded to in my testimony, <clears throat> I, I was so warped in my mind with sexual perversity at, from a young age. And I've always believed in Jesus, but I never knew what it meant to have a personal relationship with him. And pornography and all the movies, all the things was incorporated probably like freshman, sophomore year in high school on a consistent basis. I mean, that's a huge developmental time of your life. I mean, at any time of our life and just pointing that out. So all that to say, I remember I was in like fifth grade and I had my heart broken, like in this relationship and because of what I, I did something wrong. And literally, I just remember like being like having this hardened heart about relationships, even as a really young kid. And I wasn't even necessarily planning on talking about this, but it's being brought back to my remembrance. Thank you, Jesus. But I just remember going through um, being so influenced by those around and all, I, no judgment. I take full responsibility, but I just remember really um, in doing things, looking at so how society says relationships need to be and how the movies say that, you know, certain things say that relationships need to be. And what that led to in my life was constantly settling for fleshly desires, even though deep down my heart always desired something with a, a true genuine relationship. I always desired that. I, I've always desired having a wife one day, having kids one day, but I was constantly uh, settling with just living the lifestyle of um, really unhealthy, uh, sexually perverse, I'm just gonna call it out, sexually perverse, uh, that was the forefront of my desires in relationships, if I'm being real and honest and vulnerable. And I didn't understand why nothing ever worked. But I, I always said, you know, everyone else is doing it, so why not me? I wanna look cool, I wanna, I wanna, you know, uh, be the, the rock star lifestyle guy. And it led to death, hell and destruction. It led to so much torment and so much pain. And I was brought to my knees with the fear of the Lord when I started reading the word on how I treated God's daughters and how, and I'm again, not per, I'm just saying all glory to God, but literally he, he brought me to my knees. And I realized, man, I better start waking it up. I better start, you know, uh, taking this thing seriously. And, and, and so how he transformed my life was through the fear of the Lord and with conviction. And it started with reading his word because if we're not in the word of God, how does anyone know? If no one's speaking about it, how does anyone have a shot? Mm -hmm. Like I said, I've always believed in Jesus, but I wasn't in his word. I had no idea. I heard about him, but I had no idea what it said about 
you know, the title is, it says behave like a Christian right here. Can I read this real quick? Yeah, absolutely. It says, let love, it's Romans 12. It happened to be today when I read it. Romans 12, verse 9, let love behave like a Christian is the topic, is the sub, subheader. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil, meaning like get away from it. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love. In honor, giving preference to one another, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer, distributing to the needs of the saints, given to hospitality. So all that to say, and it, it goes on about these characteristics, about how we are to treat one another, what we are to do in situations. And when I started reading the word, I started realizing, oh my gosh, I was doing the opposite of that to everyone. And specifically God's daughters, where I was totally, my intentions were not pure by any means. Um, and yes, I've heard about waiting to marriage to have sex, if we're just being real, but I didn't take it seriously. I didn't take it seriously. And I was so warped with sin, and only by the grace of God did he bring that conviction and wash me clean to realize, no, I've tried doing ways my way and outside of doing it God's way, and it almost took my life. But when I started reading the word, I realized his ways are higher than our ways and that's what it says in his word his ways are higher than our ways his thoughts are higher than our thoughts just as his ways are, are just as um the heavens are higher than the earth just as the heavens are higher than the earth so are his ways higher than our ways and his thoughts higher than our thoughts and it's i started to realize you know what i gotta be patient to wait for his timing for his daughter and i was in a relationship um i thought i was gonna marry this girl and literally on on paper you know certain people were saying all kinds of things and it was a it was it was great it just didn't work out and looking back over two years ago it, it doesn't make i think let's see yeah just about two years ago doesn't it didn't make sense at the time but looking back it's like oh god's timing is perfect and if i'm going to go out of my way to try to force certain things like i used to do in the past man i gotta be, be careful because i don't you know learning that even if something is good is a god we want what if god isn't in it we don't want it right so really like the word of god really showed me how important it is on how we treat one another and how we include him in our life and seek to honor in humility yeah. our our spouses our girlfriends relationships and I, I'm, I'm going to allow you to ask the question, but there's something specifically I want to get to about when it comes to dating mm -hmm. um, right now, for me personally, and then um, just open that, that up. I feel like we, we got to go there now. Everybody's <laughs> going to be like, what's the Let's question? Yeah. So, I mean, one, thank you so much for unpacking how God's word has transformed and continues to transform you. But, I mean, in your journey, you had an inciting incident, and God really transformed how you think, how you see, how you're becoming the Tim that God made you to be. And so now I would love for you to unpack, like, what are intentional ways that you are bringing honor and glory to God in singleness and dating at this point in your journey? <laughs> Yeah, so it's such a, there's so many different opinions. There's so many different ways to go about answering that. Um, 
But I would just say, for me personally, I, I believe in general, you know, uh, and sp specifically with dating, but in general, transparency and honesty is, is the, one of the most important things we could have uh, because it's, it starts with the, with the fear of the Lord. When we have the, if we didn't have the fear of the Lord, how would we treat people? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but it, with the fear of the Lord, we consider how my words and my actions will affect this person. Yeah. And so for me, when it comes to dating, I want to be very mindful about, you know, uh, if I'm interested in somebody or wherever it may be. Also, I don't want to put too much pressure on it, like the, 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 the title of going on a date. You know, there's so much pressure to that. Mm -hmm. You know, at the, at the end of the day, we're all brothers and sisters in Christ, you know, when, as we believe in Jesus and <clears throat> getting, to, you have to get to know someone. So going out to grab some coffee, that's a, that's a, that's a call back to our last conversation. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> if you don't drink coffee, yeah. no pressure, but no, you can still meet at a coffee shop. Come on. Mm -hmm. But yep. you have to get to know someone. And in this day and age mm -hmm. where uh, social media, anyone could post anything on there to show what their lifestyle is like. But in that genuine face to face, conversation connection the, and inviting the holy spirit inviting jesus into it you know he's going to lead everything so i i i am a single guy right now i, I do desire a spouse I, it's a huge strong desire of my life it's something that i have to lay down all every single day and like i said i was in that relationship where i thought i was going to marry this girl and it just didn't work out and since that time i just you know I, it has opened my eyes to really be mindful about the desires. And that's another thing, like, I questioned for a long time, especially early on in my walk with the Lord when I started seeking Him. I, I, did, I thought, you know, if I have this type of desire, is that of God? Is it, uh, is it okay to have specific desires in a spouse? I really struggled with that. And I almost like punished myself in a way for like, no, you can't have desires, specific desires. And like, I, I fell into some really kind of doing th things out of obligation because I thought I had to, you know, I, I was connected with this girl and she loved the Lord. And I was like, oh my gosh, it has to, it's meant to be like, and almost was, I felt obligated to like stay in, in that and pursuing that. But that's not, looking back now, that's not fair. I feel, I believe that in Psalm 37, 4 says, delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. And he's a good father who gives good gifts to his children. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> with that being said, I, I feel like it, it's okay. You know, attraction and, um, you know, there's so many different things that are, that are important, I believe, when it comes to dating and everything. And at the end of the day, you're just getting to know someone. So what's wrong with having a phone call or meeting in a group setting or getting together with someone at a, at a coffee shop, you know, in a pure, wholesome way? And the Lord will lead. And, and, I, and 
again, being very open and upfront about, about uh, intentions and motives. Um, and I'm learning what that looks like. I'd love to hear what you think because um, I don't want to put the cart before the horse and, and over overdo it, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I also do want to be transparent and honest about where I'm at in my heart to seek to honor, you know, um, whoever it may be that mm-hmm. um, God's daughter, whoever right. it is. So, no, I, I absolutely love that because, and I agree, like, I think being upfront and honest, and if you're at a spot where you really are finding your identity rooted in Christ, if a guy's being honest with me and I know where he stands and maybe we have a cup of coffee and he's like, Hey, I'm just not really feeling it. I don't take offense to that. I'm like, cool. Thank you for letting me know and being clear rather than just ghosting me. And I like to do the same for guys. Like if I'm just not feeling it or I'm not having that connection with that guy, just being honest about it and be an adult. Like it's okay. It's not against you, but I just freed you for the right person to find you or vice versa. So just being honest and transparent is amazing. Like I love that. Yeah, and, and just, I think, putting ourselves in the other person's shoes. Yeah. I've been ghosted before, and I've probably done it to someone. It doesn't feel good. That doesn't no. feel good. But by the grace of God, having the courage and, it, and integrity, I would say, to say, you know what? It's going to hurt for the moment, but in the long run, you know, um, like you said, freeing that person up to say, hey, you know, you're, you're awesome and everything. I just... I don't feel like, I feel like, you know, friends is, is great. And I, I'm, I don't necessarily believe we're, you know, I feel called to pursue anything further. And, mm-hmm. but I, I, I hope nothing but God's best for your life and whatever it may be, right. you know, I think it, it may hurt for the moment, but at the end of the day, it's like God has someone specifically for all of us. And it's going to be the best thing ever. Fireworks on 4th of July. Ephesians 3.20, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us, to him be the glory in the church to all generations forever and ever. Amen. So, so just trusting. But you can learn from that person in that conversation too. Exactly. And, and, and another thing that comes to mind as we're talking, and Holy Spirit, I just ask for your help. How do I articulate this? It's like I'm not not boasting or tooting my own horn in any way. I just I just know how I once was, and how God has radically transformed my life. And it's like I desire to uh, if 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 I'm going out with someone, or if I'm like meeting someone for coffee, and I'm like, you know, Lord, do you want me to do this? Is this something that you want me to do? And I pray about it. I ask God, like, are you okay with me asking her to go on a, a you know, grab some coffee? Are you okay with that? <clears throat> but I don't, but, uh, but I'm also like in my own mind thinking, I don't know if it's meant to be, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm playing that game of like, I'm not, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm going back and forth. The Lord's just, just go, I will lead you. But in my mind, my mind tries to say, but what if it's not meant to be? I don't want to hurt her. I don't want to let her down. This and that. You're just getting to know someone. And if he says go, let's go. Mm-hmm. All that to say, um, man, where was I going with that? It's coming back. All that to say, 
um, at the end of the day, I want to live my life. My desire is to live my life in a way to show that there's somebody out there that genuinely does care for them and that there is a guy out there who will take care of them and, and seek the Lord and put Jesus first and be able to honor them in word and conduct. Again, not that we're perfect, but that is my desire. That is by the grace of God, my desire to, um, to show that if it's not me, there is somebody out there for you that God has for you. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if I were to go on this day, if it's not meant to be at the, hopefully my prayer is that Lord show her that, that there is someone who wants to honor her, honor the Lord and honor her. I completely understand that. And I've, I mean, had the privilege of meeting some great guys who weren't the best fit for me, right? But I left those conversations like there are great guys out there. Yeah. And so I think that that is so encouraging. And hopefully guys can feel that on the, on the other side as well, that there's great girls out there right. that might not have been the person for you, um, but it's okay. And I love how you've just like taken the pressure off of go have a conversation, have a meal, have a cup of coffee. like. It's not going to hurt you. You're going to be okay. And at the end of the day, if it's not like somebody that you want to have another conversation with in that vein of a dating sense, be honest, be communicate, communicate it clearly. Clear is kind, kind is clear. It might hurt a little bit or feel a little uncomfortable for 30 seconds, but then it's going to be okay because you're both freed and nobody's being ghosted. So, I mean, that's words of wisdom. Um, as we like get ready and I feel like there are so many topics and questions we could dive into when it comes to how God's word transforms your life and even all the things that girls want to know from a single guy's perspective, trust me, becoming me TV is probably sending in DMS as we go. We're we could have a whole series with you, Tim, Come on, but, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> Let's go for, for the purpose of today's warrior conversation. Like, are there any other warrior truths? that you would want to equip someone else with today as they're really looking at like, how can God's word transform my life and my relationships? Mm-hmm. Patience. You don't want to take the pie out of the oven before it's ready to eat. <laughs> I think um, you want the warm scent right you want the 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 gooey warm crispy edges i just i have to remind myself personally that god's timing is perfect and he has his best for his children we can trust him and seeking him is not in vain putting him first is not in vain it's not for no reason it is worth everything and as we seek him, we shall find him when we search for him with all of our heart. Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen says that, paraphrasing, but doing things God way, God's way is the most beautiful, fruitful, rewarding thing that we could ever do. From my experience, doing it outside of that, it is only, only, only led to pain, torment, and eventual, it may feel, it may feel good for the moment, but it leads it led me to eventual pain and torment and heartbreak and rejection and resentment and bitterness and going down a path that I really wouldn't want to go down 
if I knew what was it, what it was leading to, but I couldn't see that far because I didn't have that type of understanding. Mm -hmm. But when God, when you're including Jesus, when you're including God Almighty, Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ in your life, mm -hmm. he protects you from things that are not necessarily meant to be. And he leads you to things that are meant to be. Because he knit us in our mother's womb. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows how to lead us and guide us to his destiny, to his perfect will for our life. So if we just trust and obey and by the grace of God, only is that possible, it's going to, he, he will show himself to be the most faithful because that's who he is. So that's what I want to leave everyone with is, you know, if we've never tried, there's no shame, guilt, or condemnation. Mm -hmm. Jesus loves you and he's there for you and he wants nothing but his best for your life. And, and the enemy is the most deceptive one ever. We could be living in deception and not even know it. And again, not that I'm or we are perfect, but I was living in such deception, thinking that not even realizing that the, the lifestyle decisions that I was doing was causing so much pain. It was actually producing that in my life. But when I started, started to seek the Lord and include him in my life, everything started to reveal itself that, oh my gosh, I had no idea that that's what I was doing that was causing all that pain in my life. Right. But when I, tr I humbled myself and I said, Lord, I'm willing to do anything. I'm willing to do anything different. And I want, I want, I just want to seek you. I don't know what that looks like. I have no idea what's on the other side of me reading this word right here, I have no idea what it's going to lead to, but I'm willing, I want something different because I know there's something greater in life. You give Jesus that shot, he will show himself to, the be, to be the most faithful. So don't ever give up. Take that leap of faith and we love you. Jesus loves you. We love you. Come on. Such a good word. And you know, those who are watching where you're listening to this later, Maybe Kaylee. Yeah, Kaylee, you're the best. Thank you for introducing We would not have been him. connected if it wasn't for Kaylee. Thank Ooh, Kaylee, we love you. <laughs> but those of you who are listening and watching, you might be hearing Tim's passion for the Bible and his relationship with Jesus. And some of you might not even have that relationship yet. And so I would encourage, like, if you've never begun a relationship with Jesus, that's the place to start. Um, I know you could DM Becoming Me.tv, me personally at Emily B. Cummins. Um, I'll speak for Tim. You could probably DM him too. I know he would love to introduce you to Jesus. Um, and like, that's the place to start. And then I love your encouragement. Like start with a chapter a day. If that feels like, oh my goodness, I don't even know where to start there. Download the Version Bible app on your phone. There's a verse of the day. There are plans. You can search by topic. So many resources. And if you have questions later, you can add them in the comments or send them via DM. Um, but Tim, if people wanted to connect with you and continue to follow your journey, where can they connect with you online? Well, um, I'm assuming, I believe that my Instagram is on here. Yes. Yeah, that would be great. Click the follow button, guys. <laughs> Feel free to reach out. We'd love to hear what you think. And <clears throat> yeah, it's just, it's, uh, that's what it's all about, having honest conversations and being able to encourage each other. This is so, when I started to confess and open up and just be vulnerable, like, I just, I, I realized that is, by the grace of God, the way to live and being able to just be transparent and honest and, and not, you know, 
I lived and I played football my whole life and I had this macho man mentality that if you show any weakness, you're not a man. Hmm. Well, this, this is why it's so important to read in the word of God because it says that Jesus wept. He's the most manliest man of all time. He's God, but God coming to earth, humbling himself and he wept. And it also says that he has compassion on the multitude. And so if we're called to be Christ-like, um, he really opened my eyes to realize the importance of vulnerability and being, being open and honest and transparent mm -hmm. and confessing and just being real about where we're at. So that's what it's all about. I love connecting. Feel free to reach out. And, uh, yeah, let's seek the Lord together in Jesus' name, all for his glory. Yes. Tim, thank you so much for being a part of this warrior conversation, for your authenticity, your transparency, sharing your story. Um, Y'all, I cannot wait for Tim's Becoming Story to be published at becomingme.tv. Um, but truly, like, thank you. This was incredible, so helpful and encouraging. Thank and I'm just cheering you on. Yeah, thank you, Emily, for all the, all the work that you're doing to seek the Lord and to advance his kingdom. And you are so greatly appreciated and cherished amongst everyone so thank you for the opportunity it's been an absolute honor and blessing and um god willing excited for the next one yeah <laughs> let's go thank you all for joining us thank you for this warrior conversation and have a great rest of your tuesday Amen. night bye love thank you guys come you. on Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.